All right, so I was at Home Depot this morning. They open at 8 a.m., which is their late starting time. Um, they usually open at 6 a.m., Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got you, you got to open early. You don't know how how soon the home homework is going to start. Homework space, right? Not like school. Mm-hmm. Um, I go there, get there right on time, 8.05, walk up to the automatic doors. They don't open. Mm. And I'm like, that's weird. All right. And then as I'm walking back to my car, I'm like, I guess I'll just wait a little bit. Like, I'm literally right on time. Uh, I see people going in through like a side door to the left of the main door. Uh, and they clearly do not look like employees. And it's like the garden section. You're familiar with some of these big department stores. They have a, a garden exterior entrance. The big yeah. box uh, store. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I go in there. There's maybe like four or five dudes walking in front of me pretty far away immediately get distracted by the plants start looking at plants thinking about what plants i'm gonna buy pull out my phone and start googling what plants don't kill cats Mm. and you know i'm just i'm at home depot i got some time to kill i just i literally just here to pick up moving boxes as you can see behind me it was a successful mission uh however then i see you know five to ten gentlemen coming back Back to the garden, right? They had passed the garden section. And they're coming back to back towards me. And I noticed that they're being followed by two Home Depot people. You know, they got the, the orange vest. And they're like, you guys can't be in here. We haven't opened yet. <laughs> and then the guy's like, hey, it's like 810 or something. Sorry, this was open. And then they're like, yeah, we got we got fucked up because of daylight savings time. So people who are supposed to be here are not here. (laughs) Uh, And eventually, and I guess there was literally like three people. And this, this Home Depot is a particularly big Home Depot. Like all Home Depots are big. This is a big boy. Um, And, you know, one guy was just like, oh, I just need to grab one, one thing really quick. Um, And then he's like, does anyone else need something super quick? And then he just took down, I guess there's just not enough people at the store to babysit, to stop us from shoplifting potentially. Yeah. Um, so I got escorted to the moving box section, got two boxes, paid $3.20 for them, and then walked out. And that was my morning. And that's this not is bad for pause. boxes. Not bad. Yeah, no, no. They're price. like one something and they're Home Depot branded. So you know they're the good shit, you know? Mm-hmm. You could pay 50 cents more per box for the unbranded. Wow. Uh, box. Yeah, that yeah. fucked me up. That fucked me up. Yeah. Wow. You know what I always am disappointed in is that in Home Depot, they don't just pipe in the fucking Home Depot theme. Oh, I wish. 24-7. They play real music in Home Depot, which is kind of a bummer. What the hell is the Home Depot theme? You've never heard like the... Like in the commercial. What? If it was not copyright protected, that would be my walk-up song in the major leagues. And if I was also good at baseball, that would be my song. That would be fucking hot. Walking right. up to the Home Depot theme. Holy oh yeah, shit. pitcher just straight up just leaps. So scared after hearing this banger. And well, if you're, if you're a listener, if you're if you're not from America, don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Look up the Home Depot theme. I'm Sam's gonna do it. it. I'm gonna insert it right now.
Okay, right. that was the That's... theme song. You loved it. It was it's great. Hot. It's good. Yeah, it, goes, it goes hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sorry you're just not a fucking home owner, Sam. You wouldn't get so, it. So here's Andy here, and I, we're Home Depot heads. Here's mm-hmm. my here's my issue. I because I've been I've been going to the big box stores a lot lately. Um homeowner life. Homeowner life. Um my I, I feel like my number one previously, my number one like store like this was Menards. The stuff mm-hmm. is cheap. It's usually eleven percent off, which is great. What I've realized is that the quality of things for Menards, absolute dog shit. Mm. Not Menards a national a chain. Thing? Yeah, yeah, I was Men- yeah, not a not a national chain. So there you go. Uh, may, yeah, maybe man, maybe it is like a like a greater Midwest sort of thing. Um, friend of the show Ben used to work there. Said that the owner very alt righty. Sounds uh, right. Which yeah, mm-hmm. it does sound right. Um, and so then for a long time, my, it was like, I had, I transitioned over to Lowe's the fucking prices at Lowe's outrageous. Um, I was they built- really, they really, can I say something about Lowe's really quick? Yeah. I feel like fucking Lowe's really tried to pull a, a, a note out of the textbook, the, the textbook, the target textbook. I was thinking that too. That's <laughs> they, they, they really are like, no dude, we're not disgusting. Like fucking Walmart or whatever, you know, we're it's a sexy. step above. We have an aesthetic. Yeah. Look at all mm-hmm. the fucking white space in our fucking Lowe's <laughs> design book. All right. So yeah. Lowe's is just like Target. But but unlike Target, like you're actually going there more often that it's worth the enhanced, the slightly enhanced experience. You know, of, of, you're, you're playing, you're paying the premium because Target may be going to be 2% cleaner than other stores. Yeah. Same thing with Lowe's. It's a scam. It's a scam. Uh, and so I was, I, I built a, like a, a wooden, like a wood and like pipe bookshelf. And I went to Lowe's to buy pipe and for a, an 18 inch piece of pipe, or I don't know, maybe it was a 10 inch, 12 inch, whatever. It was like five bucks. At, and then I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. I went to the Home Depot, 215. Uh, but here's my issue. Home Depot, notorious with uh, some like issues in terms of like LGBTQ things. So I, I feel yep. a little bit, mm, I don't know about shopping there, but they do have, Listen, there's no, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. A hundred percent. So you just, you just got to get your pipe and lay it wherever you can. Yep. Uh, well put. I do. You to, know, are you oh, good? Go ahead. I was just, I do no. have to give a shout out to Home Depot. Uh, so one thing that Menards does not provide is they won't cut and thread pipe for you. Uh, so I needed a pipe. They sell them 48 inch lengths. I needed 44 inches. Uh, but really, so I, I, first I got 46 inches. Got it home. It was too small or too big. I had to get it cut again. So Lo- or Menards doesn't do it. Home Depot will do it for free. And they did it twice for me for free for the same piece of pipe. Uh, so big shout out to Home Depot. I, I think I am going to start going there a little bit more. So We... Our Home Depot is it's walking distance, uh, mm. but it's a city Home Depot, so it's built vertically. Uh, mm. So it has like levels to it and stuff. It's got a parking garage on top. Um, I spent many a, a trip back and forth over the last two months because I had an issue with our toilet that I was trying to fix. Uh, the And I messed it up a bunch of times. So I had to go back and forth like three <laughs> or four times uh, and rebuy the thing. And also I go there to get keys made duplicates of our apartment keys mm. now there's are you are you getting the the fun print keys 
No, like a Tweety Bird key or yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman yeah. logo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting the most basic ass key. Like I just fucking throw the key down. I'm like give me whatever the fuck you got. But think about how much time you would save, you know, throughout the rest of your life if every time you're at your door, you mm-hmm. knew duh yellow equals Tweety equals home. Yeah, you and know? you know if I we have three keys. We have a, a mailbox, a front door, and then a door to our actual apartment. So. I could get like a Tweety, a Sylvester, a Taz, uh, a Taz. Yeah, like you can't Taz do Sylvester has, anymore, dude. Not in twenty twenty one. Well, Taz has to say like, uh, you know, what, Born Wild or something on it, right? And then the <laughs> the Sylvester one just says, "Oh, I'm confusing Sylvester and the rapist." Uh, Sylvester's the cat. Yeah, he's cool. He yeah. just likes to eat birds. That's fine. Which one are you talking about? Pepe, Who's the Pepe Le Pew? Pe- Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. You know, known fucking French rapist, and mm-hmm. he's not in Space Jam Two. Are they calling it Space Jam Two, or are they just going with like it's been long enough? This is just Space Jam. I think it's just. I think it's just Space Jam. I saw like a little like it was like check out these like HBO movies that are coming, and it was like mm-hmm. LeBron James right next to fucking Raiden or whatever his name is. Right. LeBron oh. James right next to a non-sexy Lola Bunny. Yeah. I'm Are they so gonna furious. Be, God. I mean, <laughs> how could you not be? <sighs> What's next, they- you know? First Dr. Seuss, <laughs> then Lola Bunny's tits. <laughs> you saw that, like, uh, I guess the fucking Republicans spent like two hours reading Dr. Seuss books. Did you see <laughs> yeah. that? Uh, yeah. I it. just want them to come in and fucking, you know, like the big Bernie Sanders fucking... You know, science fair poster board, just Lola Bunny before and after. This I is lo- cancel culture. <laughs> I love increasing like the sales of the Dr. Seuss estate to own mm-hmm. them, you know, for canceling the, the, the books they own. Uh, it's God. amazing. I want to talk to you really quick about uh, Menards. I came I came to a couple conclusions. Uh, they are located in the Midwestern United States. Okay. Mm. John Menard Jr. looks like a, you know, when you're in a bad neighborhood, Andrew, well, I guess okay. both of you have lived in in cities. Uh, I forget mm-hmm. that you have cities in your back catalog, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of cities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're in a not great part of town, and this is I'm describing where I grew up. You see a hot Cheeto bag in like the gutter part of the sidewalk that's been there. It's been like through rain and just garbage is in it. And it's like bloated. <laughs> you know, like a family of rats probably lives in it. That's mm-hmm. what John Menard Jr. looks like. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, he's not looking good. Um, maybe it's the deal with the devil he made to become the richest person in Wisconsin with a $14 billion net worth. Um, Fuck. Maybe it's just looking like a bad bag of hot Cheetos. I mean, listen, you there. I feel like if you start a big box, uh, you know, Home Depot style store, there is only like three presets you can look like, and there is only like one political affiliation you can choose. <laughs> uh, like, you know, there's a there's an aesthetic to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, it's it's a lifestyle, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. It it just it physically does something to you when your your heart and brain do things that are like, hey, fuck the pores. <laughs> I'll read Dr. Seuss if I want to. Yeah, man, they can't stop me. They can't stop me. I'll tell you what, though. the One of the main autofills, and this tells you everything you need to know about, uh, you know, probably all the uh, the big John Menard Jr. stands and, and you know, that that whole thing. The first autofill is uh, 
who is John Menard Jr.'s wife, which mm-hmm. is all you need to know, right? Did you guys read that or not? I don't know. Did you guys read the story about the man who, uh, the priest who was like given a sermon? It was one at one of the clearly like, we just take your money churches. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about how like, you know, God doesn't want you to gain weight after you give birth to women specifically. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, the, the story points out that his wife had given birth a month ago. So this dude's clearly just like using this congregation to get his own shit out and talk shit to his wife's face. Oh, um, and I don't know what I, what made me think of that right now, but I'm glad I got there. <laughs> this is awkward pause. I'm Elmer. Uh, <laughs> Joining me here today as is, is, uh, usual is my tall friend, Andrew. Uh, hello, it's great being tall. Head in the clouds. Head in the clouds. Uh, yeah. And uh, also here, my average height friend, Sam. Feet on the ground, baby. So this is maybe the nicest way I've ever introduced you. My average height friend, Sam. So uh, I mean, lies. I would have preferred my tall king friend, Sam, taller than Robert of all time. But, you know, hey, what do Robert's I know? Robert's so short, though. You're so not my guy. You're not my father or my boss. Yeah, Robert's tall. Fucking. I don't like it. So I'm moving soon. That's why I was at Home Depot. Yeah. I bought, I think- a, I bought a couch. I bought a fucking TV. Ooh. Where'd we buy the couch from? Yeah, what's the deal? Uh, living spaces. Nice. Yeah. get In-home installation. Uh, got to sit on it. Big fan of it. Same color as your couch, Andrew. Um I think we had to kind of go that direction because, well, A, I just feel like long term, let's talk about the color for our listeners. How would Mm -hmm. you describe this color? It's like a grayish blue, probably, right? I would say Uh, primarily gray with a a hint of blue. blue. It's not blue. I feel like it's it's got a little blue. Like a steel gray. Light steel heather gray Mm -hmm. thing. Heather gray. It's it's not blue. Heather gray is usually darker, um, but I like the steel. Like a tweed, Mm -hmm. like a tweedy. Yeah, it's got like the weird little bird. specks of yeah, yeah. Space Jam texture. Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space yeah, Jam yeah. gray. <laughs> Space Jam gray. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that um, was a. <laughs> but I, I feel like you have to go that because a, it seems like it's going to be good for cat hair. Um, they're not going to yes. pop as much as if you get a darker color couch. Uh, and then I just feel like you know throughout my life I might have more options with that color decor wise. It's pretty neutral, non aggressive anchoring color. Um. So got that couch. It's a it's a it's an L-shaped couch sectional. Ooh. Very excited about that. Uh did not go with the uh ottoman. Mm. Uh there's like a, a an ottoman that's the same print. Might get it later, but gonna look for coffee tables first. See if I can find a weird coffee table. Nice. Um, so yeah, couch is a big deal. That's exciting. That gets del- I move on. Uh I'm, doesn't matter, I'm not gonna tell you. But I move on a day, couch gets delivered that same day, that afternoon. Mm. That's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the next day, my TV gets uh, delivered, which is the biggest big boy purchase I've ever made. Uh, Not I've ever. It's the biggest. It's the purchase I've been looking forward to, you know, because I bought a car, but I didn't want to buy a car. You know, I've had something you don't need, but you wanted it and you bought it. Yeah. 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 That was kind of like and Lexi knows, too. uh, You know, I've been saying forever, like when we move in, like that's the goal. Is to, you know, now that I don't have fucking Robert running around, you know, knocking over all my shit, um, mm-hmm. I can afford to buy some nice stuff. Um, no more so Joker bought, uh, posters in the house. Oh, God, dude. I'm so excited. <laughs> no more Joker around the house. No more fucking BBS every Friday night. Uh, so jacked. 
This is uh, Blink-182 said, now this is growing up. And that's, yeah. that's it I'm right 23. There. No more I'm, Joker. I'm literally 23, man. Blink-182 is right. So, got that couch. Got that TV. 75-inch Randy. You proud Fuck. of me? Ooh, that's fucking... That's beefy. That's as big as you can go. Yeah. It, it was... Uh, I was sitting on that for a long time. And it was pretty easy because, you know, 65 was not that much cheaper. So it really mm-hmm. was like, well, if I'm going to go, like, let's just go. And then day I'm going to make the purchase, Andrew, the 65 inch drops like 250 bucks. Mm. And I now I'm like, fuck, is is the difference worth 10 inches? You know, but this was kind of like my make a wish thing. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been grinding for this for a long time. And I know if I get 65, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to hate it because it's not. <laughs> It's I I know what you're always gonna think yeah what what it could have been yeah and theoretically you know you buy a TV you're locked in for a while so might as well lock in into a a height that won't be outheighted for a while yeah the IMAX trim exactly now and here's the best part my TV now bigger than Robert's oh yeah oh that's worth all the money in the world yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) twenty inches bigger than his little ass fucking baby TV what a clown just send him pictures of it all the time. Real Sam size TV over there. I got a full Robert size TV. <laughs> Make sure you take a picture of Robert's TV before you leave, and then just send oh, comparison yeah. shots. Oh yeah, you know what's great too. You know what's gonna be actually good is I he the only thing in the living room that's mine is the media center, right? So there's gonna be a couple days where that his TV's on the floor, wow. mm. and the pictures I take will be on the same media center. So it'll be like no no trickery, you know, no deception of the eye. It's it's a uh, it's the real deal. Are you sure this TV, this new TV, is going to fit on the media center? Yes, yes. Okay. Because see, this is how crazy I am, Sam. I bought I bought this media center because we had a shitty media center before, where the TV, if you bump into that shit, it could have fallen. Yeah, it was barely on there. So let's, you know, I don't, I can't remember what the. Pretty sure 55 inches is, is measured diagonally on TVs. Yes. Yep. So whatever the width was, was exactly the same size. Um, and and uh, Robbie wasn't going to buy a new one, right? So I was just like, well, I'll buy a new media center and I'll just have it. But I'm going to buy the longest goddamn media center on the planet. Mm. to future proof, Sam. Hell yeah. So so my 75 incher is going gonna, is gonna to be good there. Nice. So, yeah, man. We're all packed up, basically. I'll finish some stuff up today. I got to do some... Goddamn video editing on this computer before I pack it up. But after that, I'll be good to go. Got movers coming in on Tuesday. I got Tuesday and Wednesday off next week. Nice. And uh, half of half of uh, Friday. And then Lexi comes. So I'll be fine. That'll be fun. You know, I'm a just different person. This is my last. I had a, I had a, a day in bed yesterday. Not a day in bed, a moment in bed yesterday where I was, uh, was like, man, this is the last time. If I don't fuck this up, this is the last time I'm, this is the last Saturday I'm completely alone and free. What's the farewell Robbie situation looking like? Are we just parting ways or are you going out with a bang, open mouth kiss, anything like that? Just fireworks off the balcony. (laughs) Celebration. My freedom. It's going to be like the Independence Day, you know? Just explosions and everything. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to be like, this is no longer a U.S. holiday. What a world holiday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Um, no open mouth kids, hopefully. Um, but 
he won't move for a couple days after I move. So it does feel good to be like, bye. Right? Like, mm-hmm, that yeah. feels good. So that's where we're at. Nice. That's exciting. Big yeah. moves yeah. going on. Big moves. I got a 62-inch cat tree. Hell yeah. <laughs> in, a, in, in a box <laughs> uh, outside my bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the movers to come and move that shit. Nice. Um, so, yeah, excited to have a cat. God damn. Mm. And, oh, and I got my work bought me a standing desk, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Alexa doesn't know this yet, but this is the perfect plan. This is what I'm doing. Cat tree next to the standing desk. So Kalu can just, she can, oh, she can just make the choice. She can just be at my height whenever she wants. Fuck yeah. You know, I can't wait for her, this bitch, to fuck up my, my work day and just step on my keyboard. Oh, yeah. I look forward to it. <laughs> oh, I think as oh you... is my cat in the screen? Oh, I'm sorry. I got to log off, guys. Sorry. Emergency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, are you getting a second cat? Is that in the, in the works? Oh man, yeah, we got we got trouble because Kalo right now very friendly with a secondary cat at her current establishment. Mm-hmm. They also got a dog that she's pretty friendly with. Yeah, so she's not so, used to being alone right now. Yeah, she hasn't been alone in quite some time. So we'll see. We're gonna feel it out. I'm trying to just ease the transition for her as much as possible. Which doesn't mean I'm gonna get a cat and dog immediately, but you know. I'm gonna set up this cat tree. Bought some catnip. Gonna sprinkle catnip over it. Gonna when she comes into the apartment, gonna open her little traveler box thing right by there. Hopefully, she can just get high as fuck immediately and just kind of mellow out and have some peace um, instead of being super anxious. Um, so I don't know. Eventually, cat could be on the table. A dog could be on the table. Andrew, mm-hmm. I. I, like, you know, a small dog is one thing, but even then a dog ties you down more. So I think I would like to push the dog on off a little bit longer. Um, but I mean, you know, things will change, but we're also at that moment in time where it's, having kids feels awful and irresponsible. And like, I didn't always feel that way. I think it's definitely the, the sign of the times, but I have so much goddamn student debt. Why the fuck would I have a kid? Mm-hmm. You know? So that shit could change. But with that in mind, if that doesn't change, I think prolonging the dog situation, you know, oh, we feel like having a kid all of a sudden. Let's try the dog. Let's get yeah. that off first and make sure, you know, that fills the void. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to light you up, Andy, but like, I, I, how have your thoughts on kids uh, changed or not changed? Uh,. I mean, I feel like they've changed in the sense that I feel like when I was younger, I was like, no, nah, I, I never want kids ever. Mm. I'm not having any kids. I'm too selfish. I love myself too much. Um, My amiibo are children. Yeah. The amiibo, the Pokemon cards, the cats. Like we've got enough, you know, attempts to fill the voids here. Uh, but I think, you know, eventually I I want to have a kid. Yeah. Um, I don't know if one or two. I, I think one is the best you focus all your attention on them you start spreading it too thin that's when you end up like i'm one of three so. right you you learn that th- yeah. you learn through personal experience three is too many mm-hmm. you can't raise three good kids and you know this is funny i was talking to my dad the other day and he was telling me about someone uh who has eight kids oh and i was like that is disgusting yeah i can't even 
how do you fucking feed these kids? <laughs> it's also selfish. Like, first of all, fuck you. Having a kid, no matter what, there's nothing even remotely altruistic about it. It is a completely selfish scenario. You want a little fucking mannequin to do, you know, like, if there's no, we don't need more people. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. There's nothing altruistic about having a fucking kid. You did it because you wanted to do it. That's okay. That's not a bad thing. But let's acknowledge that it's as it's pretty selfish. If you were all, if it was, if you want to go altruistic, adopt a fucking kid. Oh, mm-hmm. you don't want that? Then you're, then, you know, we answered the question. Yeah. But what I envy about having a kid is the relief that I assume comes. I'm sure, you know, it's bounced out by all the scary stuff as well. But the relief of you no longer being the priority in your own nightmare brain, you know? Yes. That seems like such a goddamn release that I think is good for a lot of people. And that's probably that like, you know, you don't become a a real man or a real woman until you have a kid kind of brain. I I, I get like maybe that that's what it is. There's something about that, about that selflessness that you're able to get to via a selfish choice. I don't know. No, I mean, I feel like I, I, I often think about once you have a kid, you probably lose a lot of that anxiety about yourself, right? Because you've been yeah. grinded down. I mean, your kid's going to go fucking sicko mode in the middle of a Barnes and Noble. Like, <laughs> you know, you, you, you can't be worrying about yourself right now, like what you yeah. look like or what you're doing. It's like you, you kind of get grinded out of that because, you know, your yeah. kid's going all, all of a sudden the, you know, the thought of like, is this hoodie lame that bugged you all day? Yeah, doesn't matter because your kid's fucking up uh, yeah. Barnes and Noble. Going sicko, kid's tipping a sicko mode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, that does seem very sweet. And and I'm not I'm not aggressively against kids or people who want to have kids. I'll make that clear. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've had so many people push back with like this altruistic agenda, and that to me it's like, well, adopt a fucking kid, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're not we're we're a couple ways out. I think I think a, yeah. we'll probably have a dog before we have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems a good order of events. Uh, I, I forget if I talked about it on this show, but we had some fucking emergencies. Did I talk about this with the cats? No, please. Yeah. Oh well, oh, I, I feel did? like you've you've had multiple emergencies. So let's let's start and we'll stop. Going to the vet, right? Yeah. So I went to the vet for Nova. Uh, she had an ear infection, uh, so we had to go to the vet twice for her. Once for the ear infection, and then like the follow up appointment. Uh. But then Nala had, right? I talked about this. I had like the fucking no, you, breakdown. Yeah, and you no, were like, you, gonna, you were gonna go to the, you were gonna go to the vet bed. at like at, in the middle of the night or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I don't think we knew that Nova had got it first, and then Nala got it. So she, we Nova knew that you were infection. freaking out. Yeah, okay, and then okay. and then Nala had her fucking flare up of whatever, gotcha. basically a cold. Uh, I think we heard the Nala stuff, but not the Nova stuff. Which this adds color to why you were so freaked out. Yeah, Both so your cats dying on the same week? That's not fun. No, so I was uh, basically at the vet for like fucking three weeks straight. Uh, oh, we're good now. Everyone's hanging out. We're chilling. Was it, zooming it, around every, the everything at the end of the day just, you know, normal yeah. sickness? Everything's fine. Like they got some antibiotics and then now they're, now they're good. They're wreaking havoc. Everything's back to normal. Knocking shit off the counter. That was the description to the nurse or to the, the vet is I was like, you know, she was like, oh, what are the symptoms? It's like, you know, she's still eating. But she's sleeping a lot. She's being a little like, you know, she's just hanging around. Yeah, she's not. Her behavior's changed. I was like, usually she'd be knocking shit off the counter left and right. Now she's she's not even going on the counter right now, which is, (laughs) you know, a big red flag. This is growing up. 
Yeah, but now she's back to normal. She's broke two mugs since last week. So, oh my God, huge. <laughs> God damn. This is how do you, how do they break so? Like, I feel like you've trained them to do this in some way. Like, are you rewarding them after this? No, because how are they it, breaking so many? If you saw the layout of our kitchen, the I counter, counters. Yeah, the counter is like a island, so it's like just open right. for them to hop on. Um, and I think that you know sometimes they just. I think cats in general like the excitement of like fucking let's knock this shit over, see what happens. And I'll I think leave, you're leaving shit on. The I edge. leave shit on the edge. I will put a mug down and then you know forget about it. <clears throat> okay. I just don't like you shifting the blame towards them. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a this is a large part on on my. Part, Can we yeah. blame Melissa for any of this? No, it's usually always been. I mean, Melissa's stuff. at work. She has real adult stuff to do. That's yeah, Andrew's just fucking in his underwear, <laughs> looking at his Pokemon cards all day. That's so fucking true. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It seems like Lexi's going to be working from home for a little bit. But nice. working from home full time, dude, I'm excited to leave leave mugs everywhere, not have Robert yep. walk in the background of my Zoom calls every day. Who's that man in the, in the <laughs> Chewbacca robe <laughs> between 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 uh, me you two and the listeners i had to have a talk with him when i started my new job and i was like all right your first cigarette of the day cannot be in your robe anymore because your first cigarette of the day is at 11 30 <laughs> when i'm fucking in the middle of the work day and the our living you have to pass through my background it's like you can't do this dude uh it worked hasn't hasn't done it for two weeks hell yeah he has to like so army crawl underneath in his robe. <laughs> How is he? I, I'm, does, I was just asking him to wear pants. Yeah. Has you know maybe you can't answer this, but has Robert ever gotten shit for being a smoker in an apartment? I feel like smokers in apartments sometimes, like you know, people come. I've for always, them. I've always been nervous about it um, because we're not supposed to technically smoke on our balcony you know it's not like we're smoking indoors fucking shit up right mm-hmm. but in this case the balcony and then the case before this we had a backyard that was you know open air whatever so i've always thought about like you, you technically can't you know um is anyone ever gonna say anything i never see anyone else do it which is also funny but i never gotten any shit for it we I uh i was leaving in the in the morning the other day and uh Somebody new moved in on the first floor. I think they're having like construction done. So they have workers over. I think mm-hmm. the worker might have lit a cigarette and smoked it inside. Inside? And, yeah. That's and crazy. Like, it fucking smelled. And I came downstairs like I was leaving. And the dude who lives next to them was like, yo, do you fucking smell this shit? What the fuck is this? I already called the fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, the housing association. He's like, this is fucking ridiculous. I was like, is it the tenant or the the workers? He's like, I think it's the fucking tenant. So, <laughs> damn. <laughs> I mean, just blasting a sig indoors, dude, is the craziest, that's some chaos. craziest move I've ever seen in my life. And it's so funny that that's not, you know, we were alive when you could still smoke in cigarette in uh, bars. Like, that's not that long ago. I'm pretty yeah. sure that was yeah. post 9-11, like sure. early oh, 2000s yeah. is when that happened. Mm-hmm. So pretty fucking crazy that like that wasn't that long ago. And then you think about, you know, you watch Mad Men and think about planes and shit, even crazier. But like, yeah, you smoke one cigarette like indoors and you're you that doesn't escape ever that's yeah. just like that's what what that place smells like now like it, it won and it's i, just, I smoked it's i smoked crazy. a sig one one times indoor in in college in my apartment me and my friend me and my room my old roommate were really drunk and we were watching mine hunters <laughs> and they smoke a lot of cigarettes in that show 
Mm-hmm. And then we're like, fuck it, dude. What are they going to do? And then we woke up the next morning and uh, you can get rid of the smell. But we were like, man, we were drunk. <laughs> Chaos. Boys, can we talk about beans? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's smoke some beans. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Awkward Pause. And if you listen to Awkward Pause every now and then, you know that we do a segment called no, 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 nuts about beans, uh, where your boys drink the same nut and or drink the same bean <laughs> and, uh, you know, bust the nut and talk about it. So on this week's episode, your coffee was provided by yours truly. Um, Sam, get us started. What, what you chose? I kind of give you guys a choice here. You know, we talked yeah. about the, the summer moon coffee. The wood makes it good. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing that we were a fan of last time. So I think I gave you guys a choice to just pick which one. Sam, how did you, what was your choice and how did you land on your choice? Uh, I think I just picked it on, on name alone. Let me, let me see if I can go to the, the website really I, I, quick. I have it open. If I, I was just, just kind of wondering what your thought process was. Me too. Cause honestly, I don't really remember. Okay. Um, well, you went with billowing, which is a medium blend Ethiopian. Uh, it, it's it's blue. It's got the usual summer moon. Wood makes it good branding and that sick rubber band. Yeah. Um. So I I, I see the the blue is going to catch your attention. It might have. Honestly, it might have just been the the blue. Okay. Now I mean, here's the tasting notes though. Elmer, before Super. we do that, I'm looking at the oh, website. They have one called Blue Blazes from Bali. Yeah. I want this. This sounds. You could have asked for it. I, it was on the list. Was I it? Yeah. It's, it sounds new. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I'm telling you it was on the list. Okay. That sounds insane. Okay. Do that. Give me the, give me the notes. Let me give you the official description from summer moon coffee. Ethiopian, Ethiopian florals and hints of citrus are billowing from these African beans. <laughs> One sip and you'll know why this coffee started it all. We got tasting notes of sweet blueberry and vanilla. Um, and I think that's about it. I feel like I, I read the summer moon about last time. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a quick refresher. Texas proud, very small, founded in the Texas Hill Country, which is, uh, you know, central Texas region. We've always had one goal in mind to create a distinctive out of this world experience that people drive across town for. Um, the wood makes it good. They use they, they use a lot of wood and they burn the wood in their their bean roasting process. And I would say that that leads to its distinct smell and flavor. Um, Sam, did it live up to the hype? So here's here's the thing. So Andy, Andy, I know, big fan of the Ethiopian beans. The last two times he sent us beans, season one, season two, have been from Ethiopia. And, and I now come to associate the Ethiopian beans with the blueberry notes. Mm. I didn't I re- you say with, with Andrew. You- Italian, American, yeah. Italian men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. American, Ethiopia. Italian men. He likes the Sopranos. <laughs> he likes Ethiopian coffee beans. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily get the same like citrusy blueberry feel from these beans as I do from like the ones that Andrew has has sent us. And maybe it is. I would like, agree with that. I would agree with that. This this I feel like has a very earthy, very nutty taste. And maybe that mm-hmm. is like the the wood burning process. That's like, you know, it's like that like smoke is like getting in there. Maybe that's what's doing it. I don't know. Um, but it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's incredible, but I do not get the citrusy blueberry feel. 
That's a great call out that the coffee we had two weeks ago on this program uh, that was provided by Andrew, I'm pretty sure had the exact same tasting notes. I feel like there was some blueberry and vanilla going on there. Yeah. Um, so great, great call out. Andrew, excited to hear your thoughts. And uh, let's 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 keep going down this comparison. Uh, yeah. So I think the coffee is good. It's definitely different than the Ethiopian that we had two weeks ago, I think. I think maybe because I feel like this is on the darker end of medium. I was surprised with how dark uh-huh. the beans are. I also think that I've been 99% light roast recently. I feel like all of the beans I've been fucking with really on the lighter end. So it kind of shook me. I opened this. I was like, damn, these beans are dark for for a medium. I think it's just my own fucking... I'm I'm skewed right now. Uh, here's the I thing. Also I also think these beans tend to look darker, and I assume the roasting process is doing mm-hmm. that. Because I did notice too that even like their light roast, I forget what it was called, um, was like looked almost the same as like their medium roast. Yeah. Um. Just just visually. Now they're one of the things I'm excited about with this coffee. I'm I'm having to do a little experimentation. The bean consistency here is not working with my normal brew process. I got to change my grind settings a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I'm going, I might be going too fine on these beans. I think I need to go a bit coarser because my grind is coming out like really thick. So my brew is like, is it's thick. Like the, uh, you know, like sort of the, the, the slurry. slurry. Yeah, the slurry that's going on in there is is pretty thick. So I've been having to like mess around with it, which is exciting. I always appreciate when I gotta like fine tune the settings, find the the sweet spot. Uh, the only other thing that was kind of weird that I found interesting was that my grinder holds thirty five grams of beans. I typically brew thirty grams of beans in my brew, thirty grams of these beans, and I can't close my grinder. I'm not sure they, how how that works. Wow, what's going on? Beans, perhaps. Well, that doesn't actually make sense. Yeah, I'm like kind of confused s- about how the volume of this is working. <laughs> well, but, are uh, they heavier <laughs> beans? Is there is, is that that's got to be the answer, right? Well, no, that still doesn't make sense, right? Because if they're the same, right? Isn't it weird? You would think thirty they, grams, well, okay, thirty. Maybe they're just bigger beans, but not necessarily heavier. Yeah. The airier. Right. Maybe Whoa. bloated, you know, it, mm-hmm. which sounds like a bad word, but like maybe something like that is going on. Cause yeah, the math doesn't check out. I Yeah, it's it's interesting. I the the other thing that I, I've noticed, I've been kind of I've been checking, I've been doing a little little experimentation on the, the quality of beans. And so I do mine in a French press. And what I do is like I'll I put the beans in and then I put a little bit of water in, mix it up, and then I think that's to like let it bloom or whatever, right? And that like releases the carbon dioxide from the beans. And that is, I think, a, a good thing. And I, I, from what I from what I can tell, the more carbon, like the more like frothy it gets when I'm like shaking it up and like the more like white stuff, I feel like the higher quality, the higher the quality of the beans. And maybe Andy, maybe maybe, you know about this, maybe maybe that there's no correlation between the amount of like carbon dioxide that's letting off and like the quality of the beans. Um, but this stuff lets off a lot. 
Like, and I wonder if it's it's just like it needs to be off gassed a little bit. Like that's a, uh, the, I you know I think I always thought oh the the closer to the roast date the better. Some brew like some roasteries include off gassing in their process. Some don't. So then like oh if it was roasted on Tuesday it's like you want to give it a few weeks to kind of off gas. It'll get better as it kind of like you know releases that. It's yeah. I mean, I'm not a chemist. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, something that I've been doing with certain coffee, too, that I've noticed is, you know, what I'm usually doing is 20 grams per cup. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes what I most mornings I'm doing like 30 or 40 grams and doing a cup and a half, two cups. And, and that's kind of my morning coffee. But I've noticed that, like, with some of these. With like the summer moon one that feels like very flavorful. I'll do a little bit less than I usually do, or I'll just do more water, I guess, than I, I would normally do for my ratio. Um, and I feel like that's helped a little bit too. Uh, Cause there are some coffee where you can feel like, um, you know, I felt like a uh, Sam's was one where I definitely wanted to do less than what I usually did. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot, you know, I'm talking about three grams difference, but <laughs> that's been my experimentation. Um, I have, I've been pretty consistent in my grind on all of these. Um, so I haven't really noticed that. I also, and we're doing this live, right? So this is, yeah, you know, this, this is, is just, raw. this is the, the, the thought process coming here. I think it would be interesting if at the end, once we do, uh, the next round of beans for the, like the final wrap of the season, we should cup all of them. I'm uh, into that. and is that like where you're, <laughs> so it's, you don't have to do any of that. Yeah. So it's, um, basically what you do is you take a, oh, I see. You a, a lot smaller amount uh, or a lot less amount of um of beans. You grind them, put them each in separate little cups, and then you do it like kind of cowboy style. You put water in each, let it steep, and then you take a spoon and try each one. That's supposed to give you like the most, like the closest to the intended flavor as possible. And if we do them all in a row, I feel like we get that real exact mm-hmm. like kind of comparisons. Yeah, wash it down with some water in between, mm-hmm. clean the palate. Mm. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, no, let's, I'm let's very, do this. I'm down for that. I think that's a great idea. <clears throat> very excited for that. So, I mean, to, I guess to wrap it up on this bean, um, you know, pretty uh, for me, I, I'd still like Summer Moon for whatever that X factor wood situation is. Something about maybe it's just I've gotten used to it too, because um, it is the closest local brewery, uh, uh, not brewery, uh, coffee Roast place by me. Uh, roastery so yeah there's something about that that aftertaste that specific thing that i'm into um but i will say billowing specifically uh i i like i think i don't like it more than the one we had last time which was something ablaze it was the really light roast one yeah that one was good um but i think this is a really solid medium roast i think so too yeah it feels like you're every you're every man's coffee I like, but it's mm-hmm. like, but for those that like a premium coffee experience. Right. It, and it's, and it's weird and lame to describe it this way, but it's something about like the wood texture and smell you get from it does make you feel like a fucking cowboy, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys feel it, maybe even more or less having it be from Texas and not be in Texas, mm-hmm. but something about it does feel like, oh, they're going for something different or unique here. And I appreciate that. Yeah. The Lone yeah. Star Coffee. Yeah, man. 
I, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, after we get off here, uh, I'm gonna check to see if I can find a video on how they, on how they do it, like, just, like, their process, I'm very curious about how, how it differs from, because I, when I imagine, like, Andy, the, um, is it Mod Cup? Yeah. Like, they have, like, I'm sure, like, on a smaller scale, like, one of those things that just, like, you know, turns it and, like, heats it at the same time, very even roasting experience, mm-hmm. but I feel like when you get a wood-fired thing, like, it's gotta be different, like, Something it has to be different. So I'm curious to see like what their process is and yeah, I don't know that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. So Elmer, I found a piece of string in my bag. I thought that was piece, very funny. What kind of string? We're we talking about yarn, rope, maybe uh, twine is the right word. Maybe like decorative twine. Y- maybe yes, okay. like that, like brown sort of like mm-hmm. thing, like a twirl together. Yeah. yeah. And it was like very like interesting that it was in there. I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes the wood makes it good. Sometimes the rope makes it good. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Rope sometimes makes there's dope. rocks, rocks and coffee, mm. which but is scary. You're, you're not. Uh, I've never seen anyone do this. So I know you're not. You don't need to do it. But does it, do people wash their beans the way you wash rice? That can't yeah. be good. That's got to change this shit of, on the beans, right? Like, well, in the roasting process, there's washed and unwashed. Right, right, right. But like you at, at home, you, you, you're allowed to assume it's been washed. If you get yeah. a rock, it's just, you know, it's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. That's the, the luck of the draw. Luck of the draw. I think yeah. it is really like interesting, like thinking, well, maybe this is not interesting, like thinking about like the production process for like all these things or like seeing how it's like made. So it's like sea salt, you know, like. That's like fucking shit that, that they just like, it's like water that they contain and then it evaporates and then there's the salt. And then, you know, they just like, there's like people like fucking like <laughs> scrubbing it and shit just to like make sure that it's like clean. And I don't know, just like how all Dude, these I things was, from nature happen. I, was, I went on a sea salt field one, Sam. That shit fucking crazy. I just right? have the sea salt rock uh, that I brought. It was this was in the, the Dominican Republic a couple summers ago mm. and I had a, a salt rock. And uh, I licked that shit. Tastes like salt. <laughs> um, but that that was crazy. It was crazy because it was just like flat land for like ever. Like it just looks like you're in a desert. And uh, you look down and it's just like, yeah, if you just, you know, rub your heel, you just fucking grind out salt. <laughs> Wild. Was it like a production? Was it like a production? Like were they were they making sea salt there or was it just like this? Is it was how- like a, na- a natural huh. s- sea salt. I don't know. You know? Again, you said earlier, I'm mm-hmm. not a fucking chemist, but they there was Fair. sea salt everywhere, and there was like abandoned shafts and mines and stuff. Hmm. Um, so it was not a a, a functioning I mine. Huh. Yeah, it's it's weird, like how like shit just like shit like that just like happens. I mean, planet Earth, man. God damn. Every time I have a sick day, I uh, that's when I watch Planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Just put Planet Earth on. Um, just lay on the couch. Really, really makes you think. Damn. Andy. Mm-hmm. One of the wildest stories we've ever heard. Cassidy stole a Venomoth card mm. from a childhood friend. Decades ago. This is an Decades a, a, a ago. Awkward pause original story. Yeah, this is like, I think, was this, this, this might have been like a Foryanks one Aussie story. It was. Probably, dude. This is an like, old, old ass time ago. You have the card. Yeah. So for those that don't know, 
Cassidy is the used to be a two bit thief. He stole the the holographic <laughs> Venomoth uh, jungle hollow rare from the jungle set, uh, and that went down in the history books. It you know. Cassidy, great guy, very handsome. He's got the, the bun going. He's into soccer. He's got this nice house, you know, uh, lovely wife. Like he, he's living the dream, but behind those pearly Portland eyes, you know, is the, the real true self. Um, well, you know, we're talking and, and they talk a lot about like Britain, you know, all the all the all the pillaging and, and bad things they had to do to get to where they are now. Mm-hmm. Right. What what was the price worth it? At what cost? You know, why do they have so many enemies today? Yeah. You can ask the same kind of question about Cassidy, right? You just described an idyllic, you know, beautiful image. But what did he have to pay to get there? Exactly. There's a lot that we don't, we still don't even know. Uh, and so I've been, I've been back in the collecting Pokemon cards. I've been mentioning here. It's making me very happy. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a blast. Uh. I posted a, a, a Japanese base set Snorlax on uh, on Instagram. Cassidy slid into the DMs. He said, "Hey, I got my my collection. Let me send it to you." I was like, "That's very nice of you. You don't have to do that." But he sent it along. Uh, I got the package in yesterday. It came with his original binder, including all of his stickers that he colored himself. Uh, Cassidy Sargent original artwork that will go in. You know the. Uh, temperature controlled vault uh, for for later days when I eventually <laughs> you know when I'm brought in as you know Baja Sergeant's uh, Godfather. Yeah, right, dude. You weren't even there the day their parents got married. <laughs> Sam and I are way way more likely than you. See, you have to be Italian to be a Godfather. That's you know how it's written. Uh, in the Bible. You're you're Italian American. <laughs> All right, Mexicans are Catholic too. We got Godfathers going on. White people they don't even have godparents, right? No, they do. I think. Mm. I think I had godparents. Um, I can roll this out, show it to, you know, little Baja Blast. Uh, so Cass sent it through. Now, here's the thing. When he said this, I was like, oh, that's so nice. You know, this is going to be, I'm excited to see his collection. Now, what I wasn't expecting for Cassidy to be the fucking, to have been a goddamn champion as a kid. Uh, because oh, really? what I was doing as a kid collecting Pokemon cards might as well have been licking paint uh, <laughs> compared to what Cassidy did. Because the man, the man's collection was is unparalleled. Well, He's, okay. So are we talking see, about like in quality of the collection, quality and, of the collection, and quality of like their maintenance as yeah. well? Maintenance pretty good. I, there's okay. some cards in there that you know have seen their or showing their age, yeah. but. In terms of like the rarity of cards, he's got, I mean, he's got two base set Charizards in there. Oh, wow. Uh, How much are those worth? Like, what do you think is the most valuable thing that he give away Baja Blast's college uh, fund on accident? I don't know. He didn't give away the college fund, but there's definitely a couple hundred dollars worth of cards in there. Okay. Okay. Uh, at minimum. Uh, and so an I. Idiot. When I. He, so he. Cassidy being very gracious, I offered, you know, he didn't even let me pay for shipping. Uh, he told me. He made me pay for shipping for the Elgato, that piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> and the Elgato didn't even work. Wow. I hope he's listening to this, but he won't. He, uh, you know, he already, he gave me the preemptive speech. If it's all trash, throw it out. No hard feelings. If there's anything valuable, no hard feelings. Keep everything for yourself. 
I so I'm <laughs> I'm running away with his riches. <laughs> I'll invite Cassidy to my when estate. He can't, when he can't pay his mortgage next month, <laughs> we'll know why. I'll slide him a dark blast toys as a little treat. <laughs> Um, so this came yesterday and like I was going through it flipping through the pages and I was like Melissa get in here I can't even believe the cards that he sent me Uh, it's just an incredible collection tons of hollow rares I mean he's got fucking Japanese gym heroes collections like the man was fucking built different aren't the Japanese cards not good so I remember in middle school there was a thing some of us did well, we told people that Japanese cards were worth more and traded them and definitely, uh, you know, got good cards in return. So Japanese cards probably worth less money. Higher quality, though. The Japanese cards are printed much better than American cards are. Uh, but it's just interesting that he, like, he very obviously didn't trade for these. because He has too many of the Jim Hero set in Japanese. So he was buying them. The man was built different. He was at the card store, <laughs> uh, you know, going in hard. Um, he just has a lot of rare cards. I mean, I spent probably two hours sleeving all these cards up, putting them into top loaders. Uh, oh, my God. You got to see the fucking shit that he had in there. What do you crazy. keep? You know, you, you're talking about Cass's binder. What's your storage situation? So, like, the majority of the cards are going to go into a binder. The the cards that are like worth more than ten dollars, I'll probably I'll put into like a sleeve and then they go into like one of those top loaders, and What's then I a have top loader. That's like uh, the it's like a it's like a book and it's like a four by probably a four by what five sheet. Oh, never mind. That's not what I was thinking. Oh, so an like, individual plastic card holder, yeah, and it goes in there. And then what do you do when you have like a stack of ten of those? I have like a little box that they like go in and you can. So see, oh, like you can peruse them. Oh, wow. wow look at that, Clefairy. I got to say, out of all the dumb shit you've fucking thrown money away at, um, just, you know, insulting everyone with your white privilege, mm-hmm. this is maybe the best one. I'm not going to lie. I like that this one is... <sighs> There's something about it that feels more achievable, more... Uh... You know, you're, you're never, you never wanted all the Amiibos. Right. So yeah. it felt like there was no end in sight. It felt like there was no goal right outside of like these make me feel good when I look at them, which is, you know, it's, there's value in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like this that there is kind of like there's a, there's sets, right, that you're trying to kind of finish out. Ideally, you're trying to collect yeah. them all. There, there are sets I want to finish. And also, uh Unlike the Amiibo, they don't take up as much space, but I can also just like, um, there are certain sets where I'm like, I'm not going to spend all the money to fucking complete this. I'm just going to collect the cards that I want. Like, I want to have promo Pikachus, so I'm going to collect those. Uh, I'm not trying to get every card in existence. Like, I'm not. Are you at the point where you're getting multiple of the same card on purpose? No. Okay. Okay. That's good. Just stay away from that, I think. And uh, you should be able to, you know feed your your family yeah uh so you know long-winded way to say that i have the venom off uh hollow rare that uh, uh, you know we assume cassidy stole from some poor kid in his quest for well we don't assume uh, the ultimate collection we know well, i don't know that this is the exact one we know he stole a venom off but there was it's only the only one venom hollow. 
It's the only hollow rare Venomoth. Yeah, this is the one, dude, because <laughs> the story was that they, I'm pretty sure this is the story. Him and his mom were touring a new home, like, uh, what do you call Like an open house. An open house, mm-hmm. yeah. An open house. And the family was still living there. And Cass was like, you know, this kid is not only about to lose his home, we're not only about to buy his home and make him homeless. I, insult to injury. I'm going to also steal his fucking Venomoth that I don't have. And, and walked this, out is kid that Cass, this is a kid that Cass knew from school. Oh, so not only was he like going to school the next day, it's like, hey, loser, my mom's going to buy your house. Yeah. It's also like, I took your Venomoth. I would love like the NPR style eight episode miniseries podcast. The, the two different lives uh, <laughs> of these kids. Cassidy, you know, lovely wife, lovely house, lovely cat, uh, lovely job. And then this kid is like, you know, never recovered from that. Just dead in a ditch right now. Yeah. I can see like, like, a, like you know, like one of those things where it's like, it's like Cassidy's like they're setting Cassidy's lovely like life and story. And then like the screen like goes black and white and they're like, but there's a dark secret. And then like mm-hmm. fade to black. And Next then it episode. cuts to like uh, solitary confinement and the door opens. There's the kid. Uh, yeah. The Home Depot theme just creeps in. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. We're good on time, right? We're good to wrap up? Oh, yeah. 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 We're filling quotas. Filling quotas. <laughs> just like cops, <laughs> filling quotas. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Awkward Pause, but unlike cops, we will uh, be nice to you. And we are not book bootlickers. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Elm is nope at Elms is not mad. I'm trying a new thing. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be a a, a baseball Twitter account now. Hell so yeah. unfollow like me that. while you can, you know. But my goal is to just grow the game. You know, go look at my Twitter. I, I've tweeted two two baseball videos this week that neither of the members of this podcast enjoyed. Uh, I think you might enjoy them. You know. What was the guys. what was the one where the he was trying to like the he was like daring the guy to steal? Oh, and then he that got was hot. That was that was, that was maybe the most exciting video. See, that was Yadi Molina mm. being like, "Go, go, steal that base, bitch, steal it," and then he threw him out, and it was so good. I just I drop likes though for moral support. I like to. Well, you know, then you're not the doing it enough because I don't have any likes from you. Oh, don't say that. That's a lie. You've, you've, no, I'm just kidding. Andrew's actually, I know, and, and I've seen Andrew like my tweets that I know he doesn't give a fuck about. I'm here for <laughs> And the that's support. what friendship is. Mm-hmm. You can find Andrew on the street at? At Street Super 1R. Legend. <laughs> and you can find Sam at? Uh, do you want a new charcuterie board? Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U wood goods. I need to order mine because uh, Etsy said low stock when I added it to my cart. Sure Dang. enough. Now, Sam, what about these custom orders I've requested? I'm working on it. Okay. Now, it's could you put? Slowly. Could you do a charcuterie board? Lay the Venomoth card on there. Put like a <laughs> layer of uh, oh, what yeah. is it? Clear coat or something. Oh, epoxy! Hell yeah, dude! We'll yeah. do it. <laughs> Can you make I- a charcuterie board, but it's just a Venomoth card? It's a big Venomoth yep. card, Damn. you know? God, uh, yeah. I would love that. God bless America. Sam, where can they find you? Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U Wood Goods. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes when you, you get the double plug when you're a good boy. You need the double plug. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I'm going to double plug Andy. Uh, you can find the show at Pause on Twitter. 
uh, and Gone Gold will be out next week. What day does the show come out? What day of the week? Mondays. Mondays. And awkward po- and Gone Gold comes out on Fridays. No Mondays. They're, they're all Mondays. So it's we did Monday fix. Now. We fixed it. Yeah. It's all Monday now. Okay. Fuck you, Sam Kingma. This motherfucker called me and was like, "Hey, you should release the episodes on the same day instead of Monday and Friday." And I was like, "You know what? You're right. We should do that. That sounds like a great idea." We've been doing that already. We had good ideas before Sam Kingma had his fucking. <laughs> when did Sam Kingma call idea. you and say this? Three days ago. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> last Monday, Gone Gold dropped. It hit like 4 p.m. on Monday afternoon, and I was like, oh, fuck, I never uploaded the episode. Mm, okay. <laughs> so then I uploaded. So maybe he listened to it and he was like, these fuckers are releasing it on Friday. They don't have a release schedule. So, okay, okay. Well, you know what? Sometimes Still, things happen, you know? Yeah, you know, Sam came with, come fucking talk to me then. <laughs> yeah. You want to edit this podcast, Sam? You want to add the Home Depot theme to this podcast, you <laughs> son of a bitch? <laughs> All right, this is uh, you get this is enough. You can find the another episode on Patreon later. Dun 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 dun. <laughs>